Fort Worth. Production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Welcome to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, keeping you connected to your faith and your world. Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio. Hope you're enjoying your Friday morning. It is uh, the first Friday in June, June 3rd, 2022. Good to be with you on a Friday and every day here on EWTN. Speaking of which, right after the news and the weather and our first break at about 15 minutes past the hour, our friend Doug Keck, our Chief Operating Officer and Network President, will be joining us with great programming updates in terms of what we can look forward to in the next week or so. And it's a beautiful month uh, for the faith, of course, a month of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, Corporate Christi, and so many other beautiful faithful events going on in this beautiful month of June. Bottom of the hour, Fact Check Friday. And I'm on the mailing list for a wonderful organization in Michigan called Michigan Nurses for Life. And at the back of their uh, hard copy newsletter, Deacon Dominic noticed this and handed it to me, was this article by Maria Gallagher, who is a former reporter and now working as a legislative director and a spokesperson for Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation, questions I wish journalists would ask about the life issue. So in fact, check Friday, because it'll lead and segue, as we say in the biz, very nicely into our interview after Fact Check Friday. I'm going to go over the questions that Maria poses, which are basic questions that you think reporters would be asking on a regular basis of the all-powerful abortion industry, especially when it comes to Planned Parenthood. And she gives some insights into how Planned Parenthood is treated by the press with such kid gloves, basically carte blanche, rolling out the red carpet, whatever they want is fine. Never ask them any difficult questions. When it comes to pro-lifers, always see them as suspect. And I can attest to that as well uh, in my time in the secular newsrooms. But these questions are questions that most people would assume are being asked and they're not, nor will they be unless we put pressure on the media to do so and ask them ourselves with our own media outlets. For example, outlets like EWTN, The Register, all different other great outfits that are out there trying to do the work that the media should have been doing for decades but aren't and don't appear to be interested in doing anytime soon. And then speaking of that, speaking of pregnancy centers and information, we're going to talk with a pregnancy center in Michigan. Now, even though they're based in the Grand Rapids area and serving that part of western Michigan, what I'm trying to do every few weeks, uh, maybe trying to do this once a month, is to feature a pregnancy center on the air to give them an opportunity to explain what they really do versus what the media ignore or aren't even aware of. So many people in the media, as you heard Kristen Hawkins say a couple of weeks ago, she's now uh, going to be featured as Jeannie Mancini was in the Washington Post, and she's been uh, dealing with reporters and explaining to them what's available in the pro-life community for women who find themselves uh, uh, in a pregnancy situation that they weren't planning on. And the reporters are stunned that these centers actually exist. And then you have the case in California where the Attorney General is well aware of the pregnancy resource centers in his state, and they're scaring him because he's very concerned about Roe v. Wade getting overturned and what's going to happen in California. So now he's out to bad mouth yet again, and this is not the first time this has been done from pro-abortion leaders, to badmouth the work of pregnancy centers who are doing exactly what the left says we don't do, and then some. So that's why I think it's really important, because there's even a lot of people 
in our audience who may vote pro-life but may not be aware of the resources that are out there. And so I'll ask you this question. Do you know where the local pregnancy resource center is in your neighborhood? If somebody asks you, where would you send someone who needs help? What would you do? Where would you send them? I know all of the pregnancy centers within at least two miles of my house. There's four of them. And I could easily send, okay, you want to go here, you want to go there. We need to know this information. Now, obviously, if you went to a local church, they would have that information as well. But much, I think it's much easier for someone to knock on the door of a pregnancy resource center than it would be to go to a church because they would feel maybe kind of ashamed or insecure if they didn't know someone. We need to have this information at our fingertips to help people. We also need to know about this so we can enter into, and it's not about winning an argument or, you know, ha, gotcha. It is about being able to shed light on this most important issue, the preeminent issue of life, and to show that what they've been accusing the pro-lifers of all these years is simply false. And as a matter of fact, they're the ones guilty of not helping women, not us. But we need to be able to explain this from a factual and a very calm and loving perspective because it's all there. Or as that old Prego spaghetti sauce commercial says, it's all in there, right? Okay. So talk about that in Fact Check Friday. Go over these questions, which are really good, but so basic. As I said earlier in the first hour of my program, a freshman journalism student should be asking these questions, let alone the Washington Post and New York Times and other major outlets and publications. And then we'll wrap up with our friends at the Pregnancy Resource Center in Grand Rapids. A day in the life of a pregnancy center, you'll be amazed if you don't know already. If you do know already, you'll be affirmed and encouraged at what these incredible people do. And this particular center is in Grand Rapids, Help Pregnancy Aid in Grand Rapids. The website is helppregnancyaid or helppregnancy.org. So that's our program for a Friday morning. I do want to... um, mentioned that last night I had the blessing of being a sponsor for the daughter of a dear friend of ours, uh, Deacon Michael Stosh and his wife Kasha, wonderful friends. Uh, Deacon Mike was in the class before Dominic and we just bonded during formation and I've watched all their kids grow up and I was the sponsor for their beautiful daughter Marianne and uh, the bishop gave a really great homily and it was really an interesting analogy. He said when you're confirmed you now are part of the family business and you need to work really hard for that business. In other words, what is the business? What is the mission? It's all about evangelization and doing your part to teach the good news. So it was was really a very encouraging and uplifting homily. And they had 33 beautiful young people who were being confirmed to go out there and build the family business as in the mission of Christ. So a big uh, warm hug to our friends uh, from St. Thomas More Parish in the Archdiocese of Detroit. All right, again, it's a busy morning. Let's uh, take a look at the weather and see what's happening. We've got this tropical storm that's developing in Florida, and it looks like um, the weather season is going to be pretty busy this summer already, even though it's not even summer yet on the calendar, technically. Okay, so we have the first Atlantic tropical system expected to slowly strengthen to a tropical storm. Heavy rain affecting portions of the Florida Peninsula and Florida Keys into this weekend. And the National Weather Service also says there's a potential for considerable flash and urban flooding in South Florida and the Keys. Elsewhere, widely scattered severe thunderstorms are possible over parts of the central and southern high plains. So that's a brief look at the weather. Let's get into the news for you on a Friday morning and let you know what's coming up and what's happening in and around the world. 
Well, the Bishop of Tulsa is celebrating a memorial mass at St. Francis Hospital Thursday following that mass shooting on the hospital's campus in Tulsa, Oklahoma on Wednesday. As Catholic News Agency reports during his homily, Bishop David Condorla of Tulsa says, hope is there even in the midst of pain. In the days and weeks ahead, this family, this St. Francis family, will have many difficult times. The grief that is on our hearts is heavy. The event that happened was an evil in our midst. And yet it does not have the power to overwhelm the love that resides in the hearts of everyone connected to this hospital system for the people of this community who need the care that you provide. And so even as we face the grief that will come, we can ourselves again and again return to the promise of the Lord. In the world we will experience trouble, but that we should not fear because he has overcome the world. Tulsa police confirming five casualties of the shooting, including the shooter, which took place June 1st on the south side of the hospital's campus. The bishop outlining the church's involvement in upcoming events on Friday. The St. Francis community inviting everyone to pray a rosary today at 3, per, uh, 3 p.m. Central Time. More information is being released, by the way, about the shooting at a doctor's office in Tulsa. That same story you just heard. Officials saying Michael Lewis blaming Dr. Preston Phillips for his back pain following surgery that Phillips performed in May. According to investigators, Lewis called Phillips' office several times asking for additional treatment and had an appointment there the day before the shooting. He reportedly bought an AR-15 legally hours before he used it to kill Phillips and three others before taking his own life. The investigation is continuing. And new information unfolding about the Texas school massacre as three more children will be buried today. They're among 19 students killed last week, along with two teachers, the mayor of Uvalde and a state senator, both say the 911 calls did not reach the scene commander. Pope Francis announcing that his prayer intention for the month of June is for families. As Devin Watkins explains, the Pope has chosen to concentrate on families looking ahead to the World Meeting of Families later this month in Rome. There is no such thing as a perfect family. There are always howevers. Pope Francis made that affirmation in the Pope video released on Thursday to promote his prayer intention for June. Pero no pasa nada. Yet, he added, that doesn't matter. We shouldn't be afraid of mistakes. We have to learn from them so we can move forward. As the church prepares to gather in Rome from June 22nd to the 26th for the 10th World Meeting of Families, Pope Francis upheld the family and urged all Catholics to pray for them. Es el lugar donde a the family, he said, is the place where we learn to live with one another, to live with young people and with those who are older. He added that by being united in our differences, we can evangelize with our example of life. The Pope recalled that God is always with us in our neighborhoods, cities, and daily life. And he takes care of us, said Pope Francis. He remains with us at all times in the swaying of the boat tossed by the sea. When we argue, suffer, or are joyful, he added, the Lord is there and accompanies us. He helps us and corrects us. 
At the same time, said the Pope, love within the family offers a personal path to holiness. Let us pray for Christian families around the world, encouraged Pope Francis. May each and every family embody and experience unconditional love and advance in holiness in their everyday lives. A new bill passed by Louisiana lawmakers would outlaw abortion with no exceptions for rape or incest. That bill clearing the House yesterday and would go into effect if the Supreme Court overturns a Roe v. Wade abortion decision. A similar measure passed in Louisiana back in 2006 with the new bill doubling the penalties for abortion providers. The NATO Secretary General is warning of a long war between Russia and Ukraine. We just have to be prepared for the long haul uh, because what we see is that uh, this war has now become a war of attrition. Speaking at the White House after a meeting with Joe Biden, Jans Stoltenberg saying wars are unpredictable by nature, noting that while Ukrainians are suffering as they defend their country against Russia, that nation is also facing high casualties. As we mentioned in the weather at the top of the hour, Natalie Rodriguez tells us that first tropical rainmaker eyeing parts of Florida. The National Hurricane Center has issued a tropical storm warning for parts of south and central Florida until further notice, including the Florida Keys. A tropical storm watch is in effect for both Miami-Dade and Broward counties, while a flood advisory for Broward. The National Hurricane Center's Robbie Berg says South Florida should brace for a major soaking with up to 10 inches of rain possible as the remnants of Agatha intensify. We do think that the tropical storm force winds associated with the system could begin approaching parts of the west coast of Florida and the Keys uh, tonight and on Saturday. If it develops into a tropical storm, which forecast say is possible it will be named alex walmart opening four new distribution centers that will create four thousand jobs the locations will be in illinois indiana texas and pennsylvania they should be running within the next two years and will offer next day and two-day deliveries to most states mark mayfield tells us 11 wildfires are currently burning throughout the country over 5,000 firefighters are battling the flames in New Mexico, Arizona, Colorado, and Texas. The Hermit's Peak Fire in New Mexico continues to burn through the landscape, but it's slowly being brought under control. and is now 59% contained after charring over 316,000 acres of land. There are four other wildfires in New Mexico right now, as well as two smaller fires in Arizona and Colorado. The Borderline Fire in Florida and the Camry Drive Fire in North Carolina have both been 100% contained. Drivers digging even deeper today in their wallet just to get to work. Gas prices at a new record high as of this morning. AAA showing another five cent jump to four seventy six a gallon. California remains the most expensive at six twenty four, with seven other states topping five dollars. A fourteen year old Texas girl has won the first ever spell off at the National Spelling Bee. Harini Logan of San Antonio winning the Scripps National Spelling Bee last night near Washington, D.C. She received a trophy and a $50,000 check after defeating 12-year-old Vikram Raju in the first-ever spell-off, a spelling duel to see how many words the contestants can spell correctly within 90 seconds. And she spelled 21 of the 26 words correctly. Finally, in our news segment, at almost 15 minutes past the hour on your Friday morning edition of Catholic Connection, Queen Elizabeth II is pulling out of a jubilee service today. Royal correspondent Tim Ewart with more on that decision. I think this is a reminder to people, although we're celebrating uh, this incredible reign of the Queen, that she is getting older and that a transition is something that we are now beginning to talk about.
Buckingham Palace saying in a statement the Queen experienced some discomfort yesterday during her Platinum Jubilee celebration. The statement saying taking into account the journey and activity required to take part in the National Service of Thanksgiving at St. Paul's Cathedral, the Queen with great reluctance concluding she will not attend. The Platinum Jubilee marking the Queen's 70th year on the British throne. Fifteen minutes past the hour, we'll be right back with Doug Keck giving us a great inside look, inside word, and all the great programming coming up the next week or so on the one, the only EWTN. We'll be right back. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter. CMF Curo is the Catholic health care option you've been searching for. From concierge service to ethical consultations to partnerships with one of the nation's largest health care sharing ministries, CMF Curo offers a pro-life, Catholic approach to your overall health and well-being. Find out today if CMF Curo is right for you. Call 833-GET-CURO. That's 833-G-E-T-C-U-R-O. Or visit MyCatholicHealthCare.com. Location, location, location. These are the three most important factors in real estate. The same might be said for colleges. Trudging through snow to get to an 8 a.m. statistics class is a much different experience than breezing by a palm tree to the raucous applause of a laughing gull. With the average temperature of 84 degrees and wetland nature as your backdrop, it's no wonder students tend to stay once they visit our campus. Ave Maria University, your future location, location, location. Visit AveMaria.edu. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and light housework. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. Eighteen minutes past the hour on Fridays, we check in with Doug Keck for our inside word on the great programming. Boy, never a dull moment. <laughs> Right? It's like, mamma mia. How do we keep up with everything? That's why I'm so grateful for all the different outlets we have. Good morning. How are you? Great. Just in time for Pentecost. You know, there you go. Uh, Big Holy weekend. Spirit come. So yep. uh, we, we, we need an, an infusion of the Spirit to keep us going. And, of course, a great reminder, because today is actually the uh, Feast of the Ugandan Martyrs. Yep. So when we're feeling bad for ourselves and concerned about what's going on, which we have the right to be concerned about, uh, things in the country and things of concern in certain parts of the church. Um, you know, Remember the Ugandan Martyrs, 22 um, young men. You know who put their life on the line for their faith, and um, you know so it's something for us to remember today at 5:30 p.m. We'll have a program on that. They can check that out. And as I mentioned, of course, you've got Pentecost this weekend. We've got a new program with uh, Father Pesenia on the power of Pentecost. It's going to air tomorrow morning at 11:30 a.m. Eastern time, and then uh, kick things off early Sunday morning with the Solemn Mass of Pentecost from Rome at 4 a.m. We'll re-air it at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, for those who aren't up at 4 a.m. And, of course, there's the Solemn Mass in Pentecost at noon, 
from uh, the Shrine in Washington. We always have that. A couple of other programs as well happening in the afternoon, The Fire of Love, which is a musical program, and also Meditations on the Pentecost by the late great father Andrew Apostoli at 2.30 p.m. Eastern. And then next week uh, we welcome some guests talking with Father Mitch about the real presence, which is really where our strength ah. is. So EW10.com uh, for all of our programming schedule. Don't forget all of our wonderful podcasts for our radio shows are all available there, as well as for our television programs and our whole on-demand package and pages available for free. So check that out, EW10.com. And, hey, can I give a shout-out to uh, EWTN News In-Depth? Sure. Because I have a story coming in, not just because of my story, but we're following this whole situation with all the states. We're doing life in, um, debate in the states, oh, life right, after right, row. Right, so right. I've got one coming up on, you wouldn't believe, then you would, uh, what our governor and all these different uh, folks um, uh, in the government who are pro-abortion, they are just throwing everything and literally dug the kitchen sink trying to prevent what could happen, please God, if Roe v. Wade is overturned in Michigan or and what happens in Michigan because we have that law in the books. That would make abortion illegal, but they've tried. They're putting out all these lawsuits, and the governor right. just threw something out last week, and so I've got a big update on that tonight uh, with Monsi Alvarado on oh, EWG okay, News and Depth. So I just thought I would throw that in there because that's another program that offers people true insights as to what's going on. Absolutely, world. and of course you've, you've got our Pro-Life Weekly show yep. uh, happening With every Prudence. week on News mm-hmm. Nightly every night, and of course uh, Raymond Arroyo's The World Over show, so you get a, a composite and a different perspective on, on different aspects of what's going on in the church on any uh, given week, and that's a great way to check it out along with CNA. Um, and and of course the register on our website. So uh, and and you know with that we've got the World Meeting of Family coming up later mm-hmm. this month, which we'll be covering uh, basically. Uh, live uh and then bringing some highlights as well so people can look forward to that i know uh matthew munson will be there working on that so uh that's something else that will be happening but like you said um you know i think there was a poll recently saying people were concerned about roe v wade being overturned a lot of people don't understand that it it doesn't make abortion illegal it just means that it's up to the states and if you want to have it legal in your state, you can vote to have it legal in your state. If you want to restrict it or get rid of it, you have that ability as well. We live in a, in a, in a federalist um, society, which is supposed to be based on the idea that states have certain amounts of autonomy, um, which uh, unfortunately uh, you know, we've lost a sense of in, in many cases over certainly as the leviathan that is the federal government mm-hmm. continues to grow. And we're seeing it you know, with... Uh, involvement and and kind of uh, direction coming from the top and like you said you see it even with the kind of what's happened with some of the local governors in different states as well where you know the level of control or authority they believe they can wield on their own is 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 a little alarming at times well i i would say that's an understatement especially with our governor gretchen whitmer i mean what what she's doing is she's trying to eliminate any any opportunity for anyone to have anything to say about anything even now she put out this directive i talked about this this morning with a uh, pro-life attorney Aaron messino in the first hour of my show a directive to stop uh, others from coming in to investigate problems at abortion facilities Absolutely. or with doctors what, what are they afraid of? If they're for women and they want to protect women and they're really for choice and informed choice, then they wouldn't do these things. But, you know, it's like you're dealing like with this kind of smiling face who says all these nice things. Mm-hmm. And then as you as you push in harder, the mass drops off and you see the evil, unfortunately, 
uh, infecting people who maybe don't realize it's really infected the way they think about things. But the level of vitriol, the the anger that and the is hate. emitted, uh, right, and that the, the, the wanting to destroy your enemy and you know this kind of thing and and how quickly we went from oh well you know i'm personally opposed but i can't imp- uh, you know impose my feelings to um well you know i mean you can't restrict abortion i mean i'm sorry you can't restrict abortion um you know uh, the reality is is the more and more science shows us what's really going on um the more and more these people push for it to be uh, borderline infanticide and uh, i'm sorry there are people out there who uh, you know, support uh, positions and politicians uh, for other reasons who are able to glaze their conscience over on, on pro-life things uh, by hiding behind it. But they're not going to be able anymore because what's right. going to happen is if Roe v. Wade gets overturned, it's going to be something you're going to have to step up. You're going to have to deal okay, with it and talk about and, it because they, but they never have, had to do that, Doug. In 50 right, years, they've absolutely. never had to do that. They've gotten away with the semantics, the wordsmithing. Absolutely. And to show how angry they're getting, I was talking to uh, Alan Mike Jones uh, the other day from mm-hmm. Ave Maria. I received probably, I think, was the, was the most despicable email response I've received in my many, many years of broadcasting, especially mm-hmm. covering pro-life issues. Sure. So I put out a statement um, thanking Archbishop Cordelioni for standing up and 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 you know being a, right. a, a good bishop and then you know a, a good witness. And so someone wrote me back, this man who didn't even hide his name, right up there in the email, mm. if it is his real name, but made no attempt. And in capital letters, he said, this is in response to my statement, mm. Teresa Tamio should have been aborted. That's right. what he said to me. I wrote back and I said, wow. I said, I'm so sorry that you think that people with whom you disagree should be killed. However, right. I am glad your mother gave you life. God bless you. But imagine, I mean, you can't even, dis- okay, you disagree. You don't like Archbishop Corleone. Right. Then say, I disagree. But no, and, you and, should have been aborted. And you know what the joke is? The joke is that they accuse you of right. being uh, unsympathetic and not loving and caring. You don't care about the mother, and you're talking about the murder of the babies, and that's making people feel bad. And you don't care about. You're not merciful in these things. When the answer is, look at all these organizations that set up over the years. There's all these organizations to help women, to work with women. No one's condemning people who are misled. We're trying to get the truth out so they don't make that mistake. But we should be aborted, according to this person. And we're the ones who are the angry and the mean ones. But you got to pray for Absolutely. him. That's what I wrote in the back. Said I was praying for him. Doug, thank you. Great insight Always. and great programs. Always check it out at EWTN.com. So many great options. We'll be right back. This is Jesuit Father Robert McTague, host of The Catholic Current, where we bring Christ to the world and the world to Christ. We apply timeless truths to timely topics. I'll cover the church, politics, academia, culture, and more. Let me help you find the work of Christ in our broken and confused world. That's The Catholic Current, heard Monday and Friday right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern. Have you ever heard of Esther Fernandez, a realtor with JP and Associates and a sponsor here on KATH 910 AM? She's a parishioner at Holy Spirit Parish in Duncanville and a supporter with GRN. Interest rates are currently low and there are first-time buyer programs available for teachers, nurses, police, and firefighters. You can reach Esther by calling 214-845-1753 or by email at estherfernandez at gmail.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-Z Fernandez at gmail.com. 
The Women's Guild at St. Bernard of Clairvaux Parish in Dallas invites all KTH 9-10 a.m. listeners to its Mother Mary and Saints Tea event on Saturday, June 4th from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Come for a delightful afternoon and support the Women's Guild's major fundraiser. Enjoy delicious foods and teas, a special auction, raffles, and fellowship. For more information, call Terry Watson at 214-532-3616. That's 214-532-3616. If you just experienced damages from the most recent severe weather, you need a professional to guide you through the insurance process. Hi, I'm Mari Buford with Buford Roofing and Construction and a proud member of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please beware of the door-to-door, fast-talking, high-pressure salesman that insists you sign a contract now. Take your time, weigh your options, and let a professional be your guide. We may be reached at our website, BufordRoofing.com, or by phone at 817-329-ROOF. Everything is the opposite. Nothing is as it seems when it comes from the pro-abortion groups. So please don't be deceived and look more deeply and look at the sources and the resources that we give you at EWTN to check things out. Our Pro-Life Weekly program, as Doug mentioned, and so many other great programs that expose the abortion industry for what it is, including EWTN News Nightly, Raymond Royals program, The World Over, and EWTN News in Depth with Monsi Alvarado tonight, 8 o'clock. Uh, every Friday, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. And I have an update on my Life After Road debate in the state story all about Michigan and some new efforts that the pro-aborts in our state are throwing at pro-life groups and trying to really just wipe every pro-life effort out in the state of Michigan. It's really quite shocking, but then again, when you consider the source, I guess it isn't, but I I break it down and I talk with uh, several people involved in the legal response. So we're in a situation, again, even more deeply, as Doug mentioned, on a much bigger level, where the semantics continue. But at the end of the day, whatever happens with Roe v. Wade, if it is overturned, please God, it goes back to the states, even if uh, they decide that they're going to do some limits uh, with abortion. That is going to go back to the states most likely as well, and it's going to have to be debated in the states, as we say in the series we're doing on EW10 News In-Depth. And this is really important for us to be. I'm not saying that it's about winning an argument, as I said at the top of the hour, but we should be familiar enough as pro-life Catholics who believe in the dignity of life from womb to tomb to be able to express what the church teaches and to be able to offer true information of which many people are unaware. And that's why every once in a while on this program now, leading into the elections and leading into obviously what's going to happen with the Dobbs decision, I would like to feature the amazing work of pregnancy resource centers who are so treated so unfairly by the abortion industry and of course by the press and by politicians. Speaking of politicians, the Attorney General in California is running for re-election, Rob Bonta, and he's announcing, and this just happened by the way on June 1st, a new statewide consumer alert that aims to increase public awareness of pregnancy centers that mimic reproductive health clinics such as those operated by Planned Parenthood. So the whole story is angled that we are the bad guys, and this, by the way, is Fact Check Friday. I forgot to mention that at the uh, top of the segment, where we look at the lack of facts in the media on a number of different levels. And uh, I think nowhere is this (laughs) more serious than it is when we're talking about covering the abortion issue. So basically he's saying that Pregnancy resource centers or pro-life movements, we're the bad guys because we try to trick women, deceive women, don't offer real help. 
uh, camouflage ourselves as, as medical facilities and we don't really offer any medical help at all, which is not true. On and on and on in terms of the lies. The state's top law enforcement officer, and again, this is according to the San Diego Union-Tribune article that came out on June 1st, noting that search for abortion clinic online often yields links to crisis pregnancy centers that often make it seem as if they offer abortions but actually work to prevent women from terminating their pregnancies. This in itself is a big, fat lie because they will tell you right over the phone when you call them that they don't offer abortions, okay? Generally... The Attorney General and the San Diego County Supervisor said these centers offer free consultations where anti-abortion information will be presented. Okay, why do you have a problem with that? If it's all about choice, why do you have a problem with information being offered for more than just one choice? Because it goes back to the whole thing that the only choice you can have, just like we talked about yesterday with the attorney representing the nurse practitioner, who now is saying that her clients are not allowed to get their insurance to cover natural family planning and fertility awareness because the Biden administration says it shouldn't be covered. All right, so this is what's happening. You only have one choice, birth control and abortion. That's it. I guess you could say that's two choices in one sense. but So that's why I was so intrigued by this article in the Michigan Nurses for Life Bulletin that came out for May. And the article was uh, reprinted from a National Right to Life website, Questions I Wish Journalists Would Ask About the Life Issues. And it's written by Maria Gallagher, and she's a legislative director for Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation, and she also used to be in the news business. So, of course, that caught my attention. And she says, when I worked for the mainstream media, even before I was pro-life, I noticed a double standard when it came to covering the core life issues. Planned Parenthood was considered to be the irrefutable expert in all matters related to abortion. You can even see this in the first couple of paragraphs of this article from the San Diego Union Tribute. Pro-life advocates, on the other hand, were viewed with high skepticism. Anything they said was assumed to come from a place of religious faith and therefore suspect. Grilling of pro-lifers was encouraged and, in fact, expected grilling of abortion advocates frowned upon. Now, as a pro-life advocate, I find I wish there were questions the news media would pose to spokespersons for the abortion industry and their allies. The answers to these questions would make for more interesting, more informative articles and broadcast news stories. And I think it would open the eyes of a lot of people who claim they are pro-choice but literally know nothing about abortion. And that would be me years ago because I thought I knew so much and I knew zip, zero, nada. I wish reporters, she asks, would pose the simple question, what is abortion? And not be willing to accept a ridiculous answer such as the right to choose. Abortion is a woman's right to choose. What does that mean? What happens in an abortion? Anywhere you go, if you're getting any type of surgery, they're going to explain to you in detail, because if they don't, they'll get sued from here to, you know, wherever. They need to have information. But we don't talk about what happens to the baby in an abortion or what could happen to the woman in terms of fallout from abortion. It would also be helpful if reporters would ask Planned Parenthood why their abortion totals keep rising even as overall abortion numbers are declining. One of the biggest things you learn in J school, journalism school, is follow the money and consider the source. And so you're using as your source in this very contentious, detailed, hot-button issue of abortion the main 
company it is, business, because it is a business that is making gazillions of dollars from abortion and you're using them as your top source and not thinking, gee, maybe they have a vested interest. Consider the source and follow the money, which the media just simply don't do, especially in the area of abortion. She goes on to say in this article, I think it would be very beneficial if the media asked the abortion industry what specific help it provides to pregnant women who choose to keep their babies. In addition, acquiring minds want to know what abortion facilities are doing to facilitate adoptions. If you look at the ratio between how many babies are adopted or how many times Planned Parenthood offers adoptive services to women versus abortion, it's just ridiculous. I wish reporters would ask what abortion businesses are doing to combat domestic violence, since research shows as many as 60% of abortions are coerced. And that's the other thing that's going on around the states, including my home state of Michigan. There are efforts to protect women from coerced abortions, where at the abortion industry level, at these abortion facilities, they're supposed to ask women if they were pressured. Did anyone force you to come in here or threaten your life, which happens time and time and time again. But again, it's all about women's health and, you know, reproductive choice. And in terms of helping women, call up your local Planned Parenthood, just for the heck of it. Live Action actually did this one time. And find out what kind of services they have for women who decide to give life to their baby. Hey, could I get help with some baby clothes? I really need baby clothes. Could I get some formula? Could I get a bassinet? Could I get a carriage? Could I get some parenting classes? You know what they'll do? They'll send you down to the Pregnancy Resource Center down the street questions we wish journalists would ask about the life issues and so much more inside the life of a pregnancy center a day in the life of we're going to go to grand rapids michigan when we come back to highlight the incredible work of these tireless servants of pro-life we'll be right back Have you ever thought about working in a ministry focused on populating heaven? The Guadalupe Radio Network has an opening for a director of development. This is a wonderful opportunity to join an apostolate dedicated to spreading the knowledge, love, and practice of the Catholic faith by means of radio. If you are an active, faithful Catholic and would like to explore a career with the GRN, visit the careers page at grnonline.com or send your resume and a cover letter stating why you would like to work for the GRN to careers at grnonline.com. The Guadalupe Radio Network offers a competitive salary and a full benefits package. Hi, this is Walter Crawford with Homeschool Connections, proud sponsor of this radio station. I'm inviting you to save the date for this year's The Catholic Homeschool Conference. It is virtual, so you can attend from the comfort of your own home or from a local watch party in the DFW area. It happens on Friday, June 10th, and Saturday, June 11th. Our theme this year is empowering you to homeschool joyfully. More details to come as we approach the date. May God continue to bless your homeschooling journey. Since 1973, there have been over 60 million abortions in the U.S. For every abortion, there's a man involved, whether he wanted it, fought it, paid for it, drove the car, or fathered the child. If you weren't involved, you know a man who was, and who's suffering in pain and denial. Project Joseph can help lay down that burden. It's a one-day outreach of men helping men deal with the aftermath of abortion on Sunday, August the 11th. Call Project Joseph at 469-416-2101 or go to projectjosephdallas.org. 
Hello, I'm Joshua Stafish, a member of Modern Day Parish in Irving and a new sponsor here at KATH 910AM. I'm the co-owner of Absolute Painting. We serve customers throughout the DFW Metroplex, help them with home improvement projects, both interior and exterior, along with painting, drywall, foundation repairs, and other projects, large and small. I welcome your opportunity to prepare an estimate for your next project. You can find us at absoluteptg.com or by phone and text at 972-375-5100. I'll never forget a few years ago, and I think I actually wrote a column about this or a blog or something to that effect. So there was a, a blogger, a very pro-abortion blogger, I think it was about five or six years ago, and she was complaining about uh, pro-lifers saying that they were whining, and she wanted to know what so-called pro-life or anti-abortion people would do for a woman in need if she found herself in a, in a crisis pregnancy. And within, I think, in just a few hours, this blogger received some 13,000 responses and was educated very, very quickly on pregnancy resource centers. Now, here is a, a woman, I forget her name. She's actually overseas, but she was pretty prominent uh, in the blogosphere, the very liberal blogosphere, going on and on about what pro-lifers don't do, and she knew nothing about pregnancy resource centers around the country and around the world, her country, around the United States and around the world. So, And this happens time and time again where so many people out there just on a regular basis have no clue that pregnancy resource centers even exist. Students for Life actually did a survey, as Kristen Hawkins explained earlier this year on this program, asking people, do you know where your local pregnancy center is in your neighborhood? And the majority of people came back and said no, which is a shame because they're out there and they outnumber, thank you, Jesus, abortion mills now two to one so i decided that i really wanted to give these heroes of the pro-life movement who are there where the rubber meets the road providing so much and doing so much for women and families kind of do like a day in the life of a pregnancy center so there's several that have been contacting me including our friends in the western michigan area of grand rapids amy kelly who's a developmental coordinator and paula beneclaus who's the executive director of the beautiful resource center help pregnancy aid in grand rapids amy and paula thank you so much for joining us thank you thank you for having us Teresa. really appreciate, appreciate it, it so and paula let me go to you first as the executive director okay. just kind of in a, in a nutshell tell us what you do well what i do every day is i make sure our doors open is where we start <laughs> making sure that everybody who needs help can walk through our doors and have immediate assistance right here right now um, just whether they're doing a walk-in, whether they have an appointment with us, whether they're here for a class, whether they're here for um, a loving arms appointment where they get some informational, um, could be anything that's going on in the life of their family, whether they're pregnant, um, there's, there's different educational, informational um, things, uh, tools that we give them, and they come here and they have an appointment and they talk to a client volunteer advocate that would share um, how's it going today? How can we help you today? Is there anything that we can help you outside of help services that you might have um, a need for? And then after they have that conversation and that relationship building period, then they we have a boutique where they can go in and shop for their own items. And, and it's just really a place where they're just surrounded with love and care. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We meet people right where they're at. And they might be, um, or they're just walking in, and I just need emergency help today. I need some diapers. I need a pregnancy test. I need meet that ultrasound. We have ultrasounds on Tuesday. Um, We are looking to expand our services to do ultrasounds every day. 
But um, those are some of the challenges that we face, is to just get our doors open for those kind of services every day. So. Amen. Well, we thank offer, you for that. Yeah, yeah. We let me just too, so Yeah, and that's so that's the thing. You're there and you as you said, this is you're meeting the you know where the rubber hits the road. We're talking with Paula Veniklaus, executive director and Amy Kelly, development coordinator for Help Pregnancy Aid in Grand Rapids, taking a walk through a pregnancy center this morning and helping you understand what these amazing witnesses to life do every single day the unsung heroes of the pro-life movement. So, Amy, in terms of your response, when you see stories, and one that I shared in my Fact Check Friday, where the San Diego Attorney General, and this is politics, he's, he's running for, for re-election, but the misinformation, everything is the opposite of what they say, using Planned Parenthood as the ultimate expert and example that supposedly are out there doing so much good for women, and yet they're only providing abortion. Technically, they do offer uh, adoption services, but if you look at the statistics, it doesn't compare to how, mu- how many abortions that they have. And Ab- Abby Johnson talks about this all the time. Right. But just your thoughts on, on what you're facing and what people need to know about the work of pregnancy resource centers, not only in Grand Rapids, but across the country. Well, I want people to know that we are here and that we, if people want to help the pro-life mission, um, pregnancy centers are a great place to support and get involved, um, and we need their support, uh, financial support, to help. We're constantly, as pregnancy centers, we've been in business now 50 years, since 1973, almost 50 years, and so we're constantly trying to change to the culture, shift with the culture, uh, be ahead of the culture, you know, and keep supporting women, but to do that, we need people's support, you know. We need people's financial support um, to help us grow. We are currently, you know, in a, trying to grow our facility so that we can do more, so we can expand our services, so we can even be there even more. Um, so um, for those that are in, have that pro-life heart, um, we just ask them to consider, whether it's us or other pro-life agencies across the country, to consider getting involved and also consider financially supporting so that we can open our doors wider and even do more for women than we are doing now. Because we constantly want to share our unconditional love and hope with these women and really counteract that culture of death and fear. You know, women come into this Mm -hmm. center full of fear, and we walk alongside them and give them that unconditional love and hope, and it really changes their lives. and it's just a wonderful thing to see. Well, and it's a, we become a safe place, um, a safe place that discuss, discusses more of the challenges that they're going through because a lot of times we find that usually it's not the baby that's the problem. Mm-hmm. It's usually the circumstances that they are right. coming under that's, that's coming right at them. And they, a pregnancy center can be a place where that, it stops for just a minute. All that um, turmoil and all the, um, we call it a tornado, Mm -hmm. (laughs) all that stops for just a minute. And they can look at their situation in a broader sense and kind of look down the road a little bit. It's not about, you know, us forcing our, our will on anybody. It's about coming alongside them and just embracing them right where they're at and stopping that that 
tornado and and planting seeds. Well, getting them to think first and to take a breath, there. right, Paula? Because this exactly. this is why this is why the abortion industry is so so afraid of a waiting period, which we have now in Michigan, which could be mm-hmm. wiped out with exactly. under, the, mm-hmm. under the push that's going on from from the pro-abortion industry. So you, when you go and have another surgery. You, you often get a second opinion. You don't have mm-hmm. the surgery right away because you want to see, okay, what is this going to do? Is it worth it? Are there other options? Maybe I should do medication. Maybe I need something else. Or, or maybe I go talk to another physician. As I said, get a second opinion. And yet when it comes to the abortion industry, they want to wipe out any type of restrictions, any type of guidance. What they're trying to get rid of in Michigan is uh, parental consent, among other things, and also the waiting period that we have. We also have an effort where abortion uh, centers are supposed to ask women if they've been coerced, that would be removed too. And yet the other side says they're all about women and women's care and they want women to make a choice, but they don't give them the resources, they don't give them the information, they don't even give them the time to think about it. And I do think the culture hijacks the language too. Absolutely. You know, they call us fake clinics and they disguise abortion of reproductive health. Reproductive health should be taken back and we should make reproductive health before you're pregnant. Why is it all you know, reproductive health is not after you're pregnant. It is before you're pregnant. So well, what's what's healthy kind of about about not being shift. reproductive? They're not even reproducing. They're talking about they're talking about killing. So again, well, everything is just the opposite, right? Exactly. So, you know, part of our goal as a pregnancy center is to steal back that language and tell the truth and bring them to a place where it makes sense. <laughs> so where I can get my life back to making sense again. And somebody's that's listening to me. I mean, one of our tag, our tagline is that we will listen, acknowledge, accept, and provide, mm. you know, and they all have to go hand in hand. Yeah. And that's kind of where, you know, our programs are all geared towards that, that you are not alone and that just need a little courage. And we're here to back up your courage and to, you know, be there for you. We're you talking with, let me, let me reintroduce you, ladies, because only have a few minutes left. I want to make sure people know to whom I'm speaking. Paula Veniklaus, who's the executive director, and Amy Kelly, who's a development coordinator of a beautiful pregnancy resource center in Grand Rapids, Michigan, Help Pregnancy Aid. The website is helppregnancy.org. I just want to thank you for your dedication, and I just wish that, and this is why I do this, and I'm always talking about your great work. We need to get the information out there. So many people don't know you even exist. And yet, thanks be to God, pregnancy centers now outnumber independent abortion facilities. And Amy, just looking at the website, in terms of the first line here under the Programs and Resources Center, it's amazing, actually, the second line. Our services help women through pregnancy up to their baby's third birthday. So you're saying for three years, at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, And it's a relational um, you know, we build relationships with our clients and we walk alongside them so they know they're not alone. Um, and then we build community. We have community-based programs where they can meet other women that are in similar situations and they can build community even beyond our staff and our volunteers. And so it's, it's an amazing thing. I know when I first volunteered here, um, I came because I just felt like I needed to do something. (laughs) This world is going crazy. I needed to do something. And when I came and saw firsthand um, what our staff and volunteers do with these women and their families, and they change that fear into hope, and and it was just amazing. I said, oh, my goodness, this is the pro-life work that I've always wanted to be a part of. Um, So 
you know, and I felt like I was a pro-life person all my life, right? And But yet really didn't, even as a pro-lifer, really didn't know what, to the extent, what a help or what pregnancy centers do for women. And it's just it's just inspiring. It's amazing to watch um, the, my staff and just play out every us. day. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is. is you guys are amazing. You know, there's there's even efforts, and you're talking about building this community, which is so important because you have this help that's several years beyond, um, you know, please God, the birth of the baby. But then there's other organizations that are working uh, with that. And just a few weeks ago, I interviewed a woman from actually Columbus, Ohio, who started a ministry to work alongside pregnancy centers called Mommy's Matter, where she's doing a long-term situation where moms can come together and meet and share their concerns and the things that happen in life. And yet, again, I really want to challenge people and you know to respectfully challenge your friends who, who claim that women uh, are not helped by pro-lifers to ask what the local abortion facility is going to do. Do they provide parenting classes? Are they giving them food, baby clothes? Are they offering any type of um, spiritual support or other needs? Are they there long-term? Are they there even short-term after the abortion? These are just simple questions to ask and say, okay, well, this is what the Pregnancy Resource Centers do and have been doing, as Amy said earlier, for decades. So what's the best way to find you? To go to your website, uh, Paula, to just go to helppregnancy.org? Yes, helppregnancy.org, and you can see our services, what we do. If you have somebody in need in the Grand Rapids area, you know, we're there. Also, we are, we are in the process of expanding our facility because we have to be ready if this, uh, whatever the SCOTUS decision ends up being. You know, I like to use uh, Lauren Mazika's quote from Sidewalk Advocates for Life. You know, she says, every time a woman walks away from an abortion clinic, Roe versus Wade is overturned. And every mm. time a woman walks into a pregnancy center like Help Pregnancy Aid, Roe versus Wade is overturned. So our work does not change. We're here to stay. Right. Right. You know, Amen. so um, we have got to, and I encourage all pregnancy centers, right now we operate in a single hallway. We need to do better. And we need the support of the community around the world, around the nation, um, to not only like help pregnancy crisis aid, but other pregnancy centers. We need to get engaged and we need to, you know, make our services expand and offer more and to just, you know, prove to the other side, those fake clinics, or whoever wants to call us a fake clinic, and those, you know, that we can do this, and, you know, we're not fake, we are real help. Amen. That's what, you know, a pregnancy center offers. So, And you offer also this through the lens of our Catholic faith, which is beautiful because you are, are being yeah. true to the Catholic faith, and it's, it's just fantastic. So thank you for coming on uh, today, our version of A Day in the Life of a Pregnancy Center. We need to know that they're available where they are so we can point people to them. We also need to educate ourselves as pro-lifers. Do we understand what's going on here? Do we understand how we may have been influenced so much by the lies of the media, the lies of Planned Parenthood? Fake clinics. Clinic, when you think of clinic, you think of health. What is healthy about killing a child? And what is healthy about hurting the mother as well? Think about that. Helppregnancy.org. And we'll be featuring another pregnancy center in the near future. If you run one, give me an email. We'll do our best to get you on the air. We need to get the word out about the amazing ministry of pregnancy resource centers. We'll be right back. Abortion, pornography, embryonic stem cell research, corporate contributions to Planned Parenthood. Do you invest in companies that are engaged in these practices? The Ave Maria Mutual Funds do not, and their investment portfolios reflect that. 
Ave Maria Mutual Funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors can invest in the no-load Ave Maria Mutual Funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria Mutual Funds today at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Assisi, Orvieto, Rome, and much more. Seven nights in Italy for under $3,500. That's right. Hi, it's Teresa Tamio from Catholic Connection and Tease Italy. And yes, you heard correctly. Act now and take advantage of our special offer for our premier Tease Italy pilgrimage this November. La Dolce Fide, the sweetness of faith, November 6th to the 14th. We'll walk in the footprints of St. Francis, St. Clair, and St. Peter while savoring the sights and sounds and the beauty of Italy, including learning about Eucharistic miracles in Orvieto. We'll go to Viterbo, where the first papal conclave took place, and Greccio, where Francis established the very first scratch. This land-only package is filling up quickly, so take advantage of the savings and book by May 31st. Go to AveMariaRadio.net, our travel section, or call Corporate Travel Now at 800-727-1999. Again, AveMariaRadio.net, our travel section, or call 800-727-1999. Ciao, and hope to see you in Bella Italia in November. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and light housework. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. By the way, I have a whole list of pro-life resources on my website at teresatomio.com. Just go to teresatomio.com on the resource section. It'll pop up with a list of a number of different resources. It's a great list just to pass around if somebody says that the pro-life movement doesn't care about women. We do. We care about the whole person and the family. Talk to you on a Monday. Have a great weekend and happy Feast of Pentecost a little bit early. Ciao, ciao. You've been listening to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruchek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. That's A-V-E Maria Radio dot net. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection. Faith, hope, charity. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. St. Monica Catholic Church in Dallas invites all to its Legacy Live Alumni Concert on Saturday, June 11th. The concert takes place at the St. Monica School Gym located on 9933 Midway Road in Dallas. The concert takes place from 4 p.m. to 11 p.m. Join us for music, food, and fun. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit stmonicaschool.org forward slash legacy live. Sponsorship opportunities are also available.
Little Angels Catholic Store is a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. They're located in Capel on Sandy Lake Road, just west of St. Anne Catholic Parish. During this glorious season of Easter, they have books and other items for your loved ones and friends, including gifts for special sacraments like First Holy Communion, Confirmation, Holy Matrimony, and for those coming into the Catholic Church through RCIA. You can learn more by visiting littleangelscatholicstore.com or by calling 972-304-5200. Blessed be God, blessed be His holy name, blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man, blessed be the name of Jesus, blessed be His most sacred heart, blessed be His most precious blood. Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit of Paraclete. Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary most holy. Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth, and North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network, Catholic radio for your soul. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone.